Now you might know us at the Nerdatorium as serious thinkers, intellectuals, intense personalities who talk about pop culture. But sometimes we can just have a laugh, be funny even some might say. And today we're going to be discussing actors who, much like us, despite being known for their intense dramatic chops, can be secretly and sometimes publicly very very funny. This is the Nerdatorium. Hold for laugh. Welcome to the Geek Fruit Podcast. My name is Dinkar and with me, as always and sometimes, is my friend, Jishnu Guhablankis. Why was there a big pause uh, at the wrong spot? Where was the pause? My friend. Ah, yes. And then you had to think about it. Uh, about Jihu Guhablankis? <laughs> exactly. Case in Aren't point. Aren't you glad I didn't stop after my friend? <laughs> there was no question before. It anyway. is a fact. We are friends. I'm very tired, but I'm Glad rejuvenated you. anew. I have a fresh uh, fire under my belly. Why is that? Is the fire under your belly? Under my butt. Fire in your belly? If there's fire under your butt and you fart, that just... Yeah. Right? F- how, how can you have fire in your belly but under your butt? Because my girlfriend bought me the Hot Ones uh, gamut of sauces for Christmas. Right. And let me tell and you... That covers both ends you of want, You want fire if in your belly, in your bum, and everywhere in between. Well... P- That'll do it for you. Hmm. Listen... This has nothing to do with anything. No. Why are we here? Why are we? Why have we gathered here today? Why, oh, you haven't explained why you have the fire, other than that, the hot one situation. Yeah, that I I was pivoting to you to speak on that topic. I see. You All son right. Son of a. Okay. Okay. Look, we're here to discuss a subject that I don't know gets enough attention, which is basically we're going to talk about <clears throat> actors who are known for their dramatic or uh, action work. And yet have had revelatory comedic performances. Mm -hmm. So typically, of course, you have the revelatory serious performance from a comedian. And this is now so common that I feel like almost every great comedian has an amazing dramatic performance hiding inside them. We're talking like your Jim Carrey's, your Robin Williams, your Adam Sandler's, your Bill Hader's. Everyone can do it. Mm -hmm. Great comedians can easily turn in a dark or a serious performance. Mm -hmm. Bob Odenkirk, that's another really good one. He went dark. He went funny he went real and dark. he went action star. He's done <laughs> he it all did. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. But sometimes we know people as very serious, very intense actors. And then mm-hmm. they turn around and go do something like really goofy. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Absolutely. Now Tom Cruise, always a good actor. Always had range. Mm-hmm. But not the most funny guy you would think. Even when he was no. in a comedy. Yeah, true. He's more the guy having funny stuff happen around him. He's a straight man in a comedic situation. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done, like, he's done your Night and Day, for example, with Cameron Diaz. Oh, wow. A yeah. somewhat funny action comedy. Or like, I mean, I was laughing. Yeah. I don't know. In a sense. Yeah, if they wanted the laugh at the moment, I was <laughs> laughing. But hey, I was laughing. But uh, you know how Tom Cruise has always given off a very self-serious vibe? Mm-hmm. A self-Scientologist serious mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. And yet, in Tropic Thunder, he turns around and does one of the goofiest roles I've so ever good. seen a serious actor do. Absolutely. He's yes. semi-unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. And he's dancing in the post credit scenes mm-hmm. and so on. So, really funny. And shows a potential that I think the other actors on our list today also have shown. Another example from Tropic Thunder, by the way, Robert Downey Jr. 1000%. Mm-hmm. That got him on a streak, though, wasn't it? Wasn't that around when um, he was doing the Sherlock movies? 
Yeah, in the same era. It was, it was era, the same, same least, decade yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Again, always a funny guy in a sense. So Robert Downey Jr., of course, started in comedy because yeah. he was a sketch performer on mm-hmm. SNL, mm-hmm. of all things. Got fired after a season. So, this you know, being he, said, I think this is not the best example. What, Robert? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I, exactly. Because of the fact that he started in sketch. But of course, he yeah. was known for serious roles. He was known for like Chaplin and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he pivoted back to comedy. And yeah. now he's kind of uh, squarely in the middle, mm-hmm. doing great comedies like Doolittle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That was he a, do a little comedy in that, I that was. Did you not see it? No. Oh, it was such a, <laughs> such a movie. It was. It was it was a movie. Look, is the topic is, sufficiently is, clear? It is to me. Mm-hmm. Because I also, coincidentally, thought about this exact-ism mm-hmm. not more than just a couple of days ago because no, I... It's almost like someone suggested to you... No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Before you steal all the credit, I will sure. give the credit <laughs> to the James Bond franchise because ah, yes. I had the pleasure of introducing my girlfriend to the franchise even though she'd seen... Ah, how did you introduce a little it? Bit. Franchise. Uh, let me show you. James Bond franchise. So she, had, she says she's seen bits of, if not has seen and forgotten, I think Skyfall, she said, Skyfall and maybe one other of the Craig movies. But she hasn't seen the vintage Bond. That said, I was thinking about Daniel Craig Mm -hmm. and we had just seen Glass Onion and had a great time watching that thing. Now, have you seen Daniel Craig's Belvedere ad? Uh, Don't think so. Okay, so this got me thinking about the Bond actors. I immediately thought of what we'd recently see Daniel Craig do, which is the second iteration of Benoit Blanc, Mm -hmm. and this amazingly stupid Belvedere ad shot by Taika Waititi. Now, what is Belvedere? Belvedere Vodka. Oh, right. So Daniel Craig uh, famously betrayed Smirnoff, the sponsor for for Pierce Brosnan, and he went for a Heineken, I believe, in Skyfall, Mm -hmm. and then has been drinking Belvedere vodka martinis as opposed to the Smirnoff. Mm -hmm. And now, post-Bond, in the peak of Benoit Blanc's Blankness. Mm-hmm. This Belvedere ad just sees him in a dialogueless 90 second bit, just having a whale of a time dancing around, taking his shirt off in very seductive ways, shall we nice. say, and just like having a ball Sounds of a time. Like so far. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then that got me thinking well, Pierce did the same thing. He went for freaking Mama Mia. Uh-huh. You know, he did Mrs. Doubtfire, albeit that was. He was Around the, the time of like while he was probably filming Goldeneye, sure. I believe and they were like on the, the heels of each other. Comedic. Person he wasn't a comedic person. He was still Remington Steele in everyone's eyes. So he was playing like the cool boyfriend Remington, on the side. Remington Steele is my Bond. Absolutely, dude. Star plus for the win. Hell yeah. Look, point is the Bond guys. I would say once they got rid of the Bond suit, mm-hmm. they just were like, "What can I do?" That's the polar opposite of that, and they needed Very to like true. shake a leg. And yeah. Daniel Craig literally is shaking a leg in this ad. I can't recommend it enough. It's just, it's such a silly, stupid, fun thing to see him do. And it makes me happy for them to just to see that like they can do both and like really enjoy doing both. And it's just fun to see somebody just sort of like let loose and not take themselves seriously. I mean, you know, when Brosnan was singing SOS in Mamma Mia, he was definitely not taking anything seriously in life yeah. and was just like, here I am, Meryl. He still seems Take in it. that vibe, doesn't he? He's done uh, Black Adam. He did that exactly. Panparag ad. Have you seen? <laughs> Daniel Craig is a good example of this uh, precisely for the reasons you say. Another role in which he's hilarious mm-hmm. that I would recommend highly mm-hmm. is in a film called Logan Lucky, which has come up before on this podcast. It has. He basically kind of does a proto-Benoit Blanc kind of character. He's playing a convict who's broken out of prison by Channing Tatum and Adam Driver, who are playing uh, these con men, these low-rent, uh, southern, down-on-their-luck con artists, basically. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Craig 
is one of their brothers and he's basically doing the goofiest southern accent you've ever seen playing an over the top escaped convict very funny movie uh, it's basically a heist movie sure. in fact that is probably the first time i thought this guy is funny he's not just you know like cuz right. he's he's a bit i mean no shade but he's slightly one note as bond he's oh, done yeah, he's yeah, done yeah. better like his he, performance in layer cake is a better version of bond than he's done in many of the bonds his bond definitely takes himself the most seriously yeah but that's also because i think that bond had something to prove mm-hmm. in many ways one it's like the original story kind of so to speak of like how it became bond it's kind of how like how i a, became your bond yeah it's kind of like a prequel a little yeah. bit i suppose and it was also like challenging the stereotypes in mm-hmm. in a way that was like listen i i un- i understand why some of you might be upset with this character in general let me try to reset the scores a little bit and so he had to take himself seriously and i think it worked for especially for casino royale most definitely but anyway i have a question for you before we start listing further we have oh before we continue listing further yes before we continue with names yes. i want to ask when you see a dramatic guy mm-hmm. who's been somber and serious in all his roles and proved he has gravitas and chops when you see him taking a stab at a comedic role yeah if he doesn't do it the best and i'll use pierce as an example here sure he is definitely not the funniest guy in the world but he's charming as hell he's very yes. charismatic and, and he's the, willing to take himself he's willing to try exactly he's willing yeah. to try do we forgive those guys when they are not so good with the comedy Yeah. The way that we don't forgive a comedian who's really good at comedy mm-hmm. and then says now let me try drama and if he flubs the drama and like oh not not flub but you know like I'm just going to take Pierce again in Mamma Mia mm-hmm. a pretty forgettable role to be quite frank but I enjoy it because it's Pierce and I like the guy enough that I'm willing to just go with it. Yeah. Would you forgive a comedian let's say if Adam Sandler did Uncut Gems and you weren't to thrilled with his performance or the movie yeah. at all would you forgive that as much as say i would forgive pierce's meh performance in mamma mia like i love that movie i've, I've rewatched it more times than i yeah. should have and i loved on cut gems i also saw that for the first time very recently mm-hmm. and you know it's the same ism that everybody had i was like oh my god like i knew adam sandler was great but man is he great if that wasn't as good i don't know if like we'd be as quick to forgive that's an interesting question i think we would be more forgiving I equal wonder, parts you think we'd be that nice i just think there's something there about like if you can do comedy mm-hmm. i really think whether you're acutely aware of it or not like it is just so much harder so like you oh, prove yeah, if you can if you can be a really great comedic actor like sandler mm-hmm. if you can really be great at comedy and you somehow don't stick the landing with drama i feel a bit more disappointed than really? a drama yeah just cuz i feel like a dramatic guy trying to do comedy is like well man like you're really you're you're, you're doing a far bigger reach mm-hmm. than a comedian doing drama like it seems like a harder yes, probably. switch i think though i mean at least i'm looking at my list of uh, examples that we're going to be discussing and i feel like when dramatic actors do comedy hmm. they're usually auxiliary players in a way you know like hmm. tom cruise isn't the lead in tropic thunder sure and uh, yeah m- most of the people i'm looking at on my list not to give away anything yet but mm-hmm. uh, they kind of play characters who are just left off the lead character as such they're sure. not like uh, they're, they're not, not they're carrying, not carrying the film yeah. on their shoulders uh the same with uh, Pierce in Mamma Mia he's in mm. an ensemble mm. also actually a film with uh, a lot of dramatic actors yeah. who are being funny but a lot of them turning in better singing and yeah. acting uh, comedic performances than him yeah. so it just works as a piece i think okay maybe like it's more noticeable i will say that it's mm. more noticeable when a dramatic actor can't be as funny as they're trying to be mm-hmm. but maybe more forgivable because you're like ah well they're trying to have a laugh <laughs> yeah as david brent 
did not say. <laughs> okay, fine. Who, who who you got? Who you got? All right. Here's one. John Hamm. Yeah. Another name we discussed. I think he's, yeah, he's the... I'm, I'm going to go with like a classic example. He's the most obvious choice. I'll tell you why. I think it's because he just wants to be a comedian who's just a really good dramatic actor who looks yeah. like he should be a leading man. Yes. He's, yeah, I think he's he, been shoved into he's the... A, he's one of the few comedians who's cursed with good looks. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Because, yeah, I, I think he always did try for comedy before Mad Men as well. If I know his story mm-hmm. well enough, I believe that he did make every effort to do comedic roles before the fact. And just Mad Men was one in a million gamble that every actor takes and it just paid off incredible dividends and he just got branded as that dude and then he had to work really hard to subvert that. And now I think as legendary as Mad Men was, it's been long enough now that I think he's... Has he completely shifted? Like when you say John Hamm to me, even though he's in Top Gun Maverick, which is a serious movie, and he does a relatively serious role in it, very serious role. I can't help but like every time I see him now, I can't like. All right, where's where's the gag? Where's the line? Where's the punch? You know what I mean? Yeah, just even in Top Gun, like so effortlessly funny, it's crazy. He is, and so even in Top Gun when he's playing that straight as hell role, (laughs) I'm waiting for either him or the person he's talking to. To do the undercut. Yeah. Like somebody's got to do it. Like you're not going to leave the scene without a gag. Exactly. I don't think he ever does a scene anymore that doesn't have a gag in it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And it's by design. And I I think also the fact that his breakout role and probably like one of his best performances as Don Draper Hmm. was so serious. Hmm. And Mad Men would often take like flights of fancy and just go like a little surreal or a little funny. Mm-hmm. But even when I did those, Don Draper was the straight man. Like he yeah. was the very serious uh, sort of anchor of that show. So then when he pivoted to doing really goofy comedy, I think the first notable example was his guest starring role on 30 Rock, hmm. where he plays basically like someone so handsome mm-hmm. that he doesn't realize that the world has basically been handing everything to him on a platter. Yeah. He once again like kind of starts out almost like a classic leading man before slowly unraveling and turning into this like over-the-top slapstick funny character. Mm-hmm. And that seemed like an incredible subversion of what he did with uh, Don Draper. Yeah. So since, even now, when he does a funny role, it's kind of like he's doing a take on Don Draper in a way. 100%. Actually, now that I think about it, he's in the same trap that he's very successfully got himself out of as the Bond boys. In a sense, He was James yes, Bond yeah. without a gun, wasn't he? Except he actually got out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell me this. Has what? Leo DiCaprio been funny? I I was racking my brains about this man. He ain't. He's not nah. a funny bone in him. Man. <laughs> He's the most boring, really good actor out there. <laughs> Oh well, he's I mean, humorless. In a, no, no, I would not. say he's, uh, he's. There's some really funny moments in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Wolf of Wall Street. Absolutely, the great funny moments in Django. There's great fun, like there's. Yeah, he just chooses not to do funny stuff. I think not yeah. outright funny stuff. We need to do an episode on that guy. He's a perhaps he's case worthy of nerdies. He yeah. might be. He's he's, he's a, worth talking about. Leo DiCaprio, famous member of the Pussy Posse. Anyway, funny shaped head. <laughs> think about it. Alright, a quick aside for 30 Rock, Mm -hmm. uh, which came up in our John Hamm discussion. Mm -hmm. Uh, A couple of other actors who kind of had, I think, really funny moments on there. Ace example of which, of course, is Alec Baldwin, Hmm. who I would say is possibly the first example you think of in this category. He started out as a very serious Hmm. slash leading man slash uh, Mm -hmm. action star type person. Mm -hmm. He was Jack Ryan, for God's Mm -hmm. sakes. You know, but then I think basically because he hosted SNL a bunch of times and was really funny doing Mm -hmm. it he kind of just started becoming known as a more comedic person. Mm -hmm. To the point where now, 
I you think, can't take him seriously. Yeah, you can't yeah. take him seriously yeah. at all. Yeah. Also because he's like a giant goof. Yeah. I think the only person who takes him seriously now is himself. Is himself. And he takes himself too seriously. But yeah, he was incredibly funny on 30 Rock and several other shows. And he's been in movies like It's Complicated where he's kind Love of it. playing the straight man but uh, still very funny. He's got like a knowing smile, you know. Here's a person who I think would have been one of the greatest comedic actors of their generation mm-hmm. if only they'd done more comedic roles mm-hmm. that I think they choose not to mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher oh my god yes one of the funniest people on the planet oh my god yes so she was in 30 Rock famously in an episode where she played a writer mm-hmm. who Tina Fey looked up to Liz Lemon looked up to mm-hmm. it's a never meet your heroes type situation mm-hmm. where Liz Lemon meets this writer mm-hmm. and then slowly realizes that her hero is completely nuts but yeah an incredibly funny performance she hasn't done any gigantic movies, right? Sin- no, sin- I think that's also fact, because like, she hasn't done that she, much acting really. She's yeah, more of a personality absolutely, and Princess right? Leia than anything. Has she just not been willing to like commit for a shoot longer than a couple of days <laughs> since 1984? Or uh, whatever that, 1982 maybe, but, I guess. I mean, she's easily the Star Wars actor with the best comedic timing. For sure. And that's counting someone like a Harrison Ford who, look. I, I was just going to say. The man tried to be funny. He's not funny in comedy movies. Ooh. Interesting. Okay. Because I was going to say, I'm very excited to see Shrinking, which is Isn't the new... is funny? It seems it's, more yeah, like it's, a it's, dramedy-like. I mean, it's a Brett Goldstein, Bill Lawrence, Jason Segel Correct. writing thing. So it's going to uh, be a but, dark... But all three of those boys do guy. like a fair amount of drama in their comedy. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, it's, it's not going to be an out-and-out comedy, but like how Ted Lasso is just like, it's hilarious, yet it's somber. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those, right? And so therefore, Harrison Possibly. Ford, I think, is a great cast choice for that type of thing. I wouldn't disagree. But you can't, but you can't be unfunny if you're going to be a leading role as he is in that. No, you know? fair enough. I, and we're saying actually, this, I, yeah, I know we're saying I, this before I, we've seen the show. But, I know. Um, and I might be exaggerating, but I mean, essentially, I'm looking at uh, Harrison Ford in the middle period where he was doing stuff like uh, Hollywood. Homicide with Josh Hartnett, which was like, what was that? I missed that. Uh, I think uh, Harrison Ford and Josh Hartnett. Well, I mean, cops. anything with Josh Hartnett, I'm already like, okay, exactly. here we go. They were investigating a murder in Hollywood, and they were two goofball cops. So well, it was a very slapstick sort of movie. He did right. a bunch of like the writings on the wall. Yeah, comedic adjacent stuff, I think, and he wasn't good in those, but he is very funny. In serious movies where he can, you know, kind of undercut a moment with just like a yeah, a, yeah. a quick quip. He just basically continued his Indiana Jonesness, but just added a bit more guns and explosives. Yeah, you know what? I might have, uh, again, like really Spoken funny in Indiana Jones. Yeah, like he's, yeah, I, like I think he's really good in that mold of comedy. I absolutely. I think he's just too intimidating looking and just too like <laughs> he's just too gruff because he just is a gruff dude he's a fu- sure. he's a fucking woodworker man like yeah. he's Nick Offerman but like even grumpier still you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like Nick Offerman puts on the front of a grumpy guy Harrison Ford is just genuinely grumpy true but he's also really funny yeah and so you can't put him in a Jim Carrey Ace Ventura suit no you, you know can't. but you need to put him in a Jim Carrey Ace Ventura suit if he had guns hmm that could work maybe he'd pull that off like maybe right. fine Given Harrison Ford, good comedy actor. Carrie Fisher, very good, very good. comedic actor. Just Mark Hamill also. Oh, uh, again, maybe not a ton of comedic roles he's done, but he's got the range. Well, duh. Yeah, he can move shit from like islands away. Correct. Like himself. See what and I did? he's been the Joker, which hello jokes comedy. Am I right? Anyway, moving on. Here's an actor who started out really serious, became known for being really funny. And then just kept being serious. Jeff Daniels. Yes! Oh my God. That, why, he just doesn't come up enough in life. No. Thank because, you. I mean, like, in Thank his, you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Great actor. So I love him so much. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you said his ism was what? He, 
started so he dumb. started out as a regular actor right doing your typical fairly serious roles but of course his like massive breakout success was dumb and dumber mm-hmm. where he plays yeah. the dumber is he yeah is he dumb or is he dumb i thought he was dumb oh was he dumb it's harry and lloyd and he plays Harry. So he's dumb. Okay, yeah, he's fair dumb. enough. Yeah, oh, is okay. it Lloyd and Harry? No, it's Harry and Lloyd. No, it's Harry and Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, all right, he's dumb. Yeah. And then he's dumb too in the sequel. My point being, Jeff Daniels, after he broke out in comedy, pretty much went back to dramatic acting for the most part, only coming back to be dumber-er yeah. when he chose to. Yeah. All right, here's a guy who I think is not a funny person. All right. <laughs> Like I think if you hang out with this guy, mean. no, I I I think he's the kind of guy who's like. Are we talking about Leonardo DiCaprio again? No, but very Leonardo DiCaprio like <laughs> energy where he's not funny. Look, when your name is Leonardo, yeah, come on. I know. I mean, if you want to be funny, you got to be called Michelangelo. You know who was funny? Mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio's mom and dad. They're like, let's call this guy Leonardo. That'll be great, right? He'll lean into it. Uh huh. He won't be pretentious at all. No. Speaking of pretentious, Bradley Cooper. Oh wow. He is such a serious and intense guy mm. who just happened to break out in the hangover of all things. Has he been funny since? Occasionally, yes. I think uh, he was funny in the hangover 2 and the hangover sure. 3. Go on. As in he was trying to be funny. They're not funny movies. He was uh, really funny in Licorice Pizza. Oh, was he? Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, again, yeah. I think his main mode of operation is just being a really serious intense guy hmm. in these comedic roles mm-hmm. and that works out for him silver linings playbook again just being like an intense guy who's mm-hmm. in a more comedic movie wait uh, is that a comedic movie silver linings playbook yeah. in a sense yeah. i'll be honest i've completely forgotten that movie i mean it's not the same kind of comedy as dumb and dumber it's more of a yeah this i got though a sober comedy <laughs> yeah that i got yeah. <laughs> that that i that much i remember yeah it's it's not a slapstick piece but basically i think okay. bradley cooper just is like a guy who He's a nerd, yes. Like he goes home and studies. Yeah. All right. So he studies so hard for the comedy roles that you're like, yeah, okay, man, you're being funny. <laughs> I'll give it to you. But I don't think like, yes. like if you hung out with John Hamm, you'd be like, this guy's funny. If yes. you hung out with Bradley Cooper, you'd be like, this guy's intense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then let me throw one at you. Somebody who I think also is very well studied mm-hmm. in that vein. I put him in the same. ilk as Bradley Cooper of like the academic who's clearly trying really hard but i think doing it really well not to yes. say Bradley Cooper doesn't do it well but as far as the comedy goes mm-hmm. this guy nails it and he falls in a lot of the tropes that we've been talking about all the way going from the James Bonds to John Hamm and everybody who gets pigeonholed Brad Pitt hmm. Brad Pitt is an excellent actor across the board and for the longest time especially in the 90s with your fight clubs and what have you he was so pretty that like Everybody kind of hated him for how good looking he was and like yeah. he was with Angelina Jolie and with Jennifer Except Aniston. Night Train. What She wasn't impressed much. <clears throat> Continue. Party for Two featuring Mark McGrath is a very underrated song. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I I highly I'll recommend it. Look, is Mark Bra- McGrath Sugary? Yes. Oh, if- not Leonard, the yes. other one. He's not the the fast bowler. That's Glenn McGrath. Continue. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I needed a second. Brad Pitt was pigeonholed for the longest time. Like it's unfair, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be that handsome and that good an actor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's like, "I got one more for you." Because in everything that he tries to be funny in, he is just genuinely really funny. He's a funny guy. And he's absurdly charming, like across the board. Like he's too good on paper in every regard. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Cooper could be that. Yeah. But he's not. He's not. Right? 
I don't know if I would call Brad Pitt a dramatic actor who went comedic or a comedic actor who went dr- dramatic because he's... They do like, say he just, about Brad Pitt it, that... It's just natural, unlike DiCaprio. Correct. Like we said, DiCaprio does have points in various films where like, yeah, he, he can clearly land a joke and mm-hmm. be charismatic about it. But you can clearly see him being a lot more clinical, like Bradley Cooper's more clinical about it. Yeah. Brad Pitt just has yeah. the natural charisma he's in every more, regard. Absolutely. They have said about Brad Pitt... And they continue to say to this day that he's basically a character actor stuck in a leading man's body. Mm. Uh, Because even in his more serious roles, he often just goes weird for the sake of being weird, you know. But 100% Brad Pitt, I would count in this category. And his friends, George Clooney and Matt Damon, wouldn't you say? Are we just going to go down the list of the Oceans cast now? Actually, putting aside George, Matt and Brad, Brad. Mm. I think essentially they're funny leading men who can also do like outright comedy roles, they all have mm-hmm. and been great at it. But I think possibly the best balancer of the lot. The best all-rounder. Yes, the best all-rounder. A very underrated actor, despite the fact that he's one of the few people who's been nominated for an EGOT. He hasn't done an EGOT yet, but uh, he's Ooh, let me very guess. well good. Yeah. G- give me some clues. Okay, so, so he's gotten nominated for an EGOT. Yes, as in he's been nominated for all the awards. He's won like half of them, I think. Which half? He's won <laughs> Emmys and I think he has won a Tony. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Possibly Tony? A Grammy? Hmm. Um, Tony hmm. is a good clue, actually, because he's good friends with Tony. Tony Shaloub! No, oh, he's, okay. he's good friends with Tony. <laughs> I'm talking about Don Cheadle. Would not have got that. Yeah. Uh, and, because I was going to say... I cut to the chase. Because I was going <laughs> to say, yes, you're absolutely right. But then I also did, just ironically, I rewatched Ocean's Eleven like three days ago mm-hmm. for the first time in a long time. Long, yeah. long time. And I thought I'd forgotten that Where movie. Where he plays Basher. Yes. I thought I'd forgotten that movie. On Basher. I remembered every beat of the movie. And of I was course. like, oh, wow, this movie's a lot quicker than I thought it was. But I completely forgot about Don Cheadle's Basher mm-hmm. because it's hilarious in how bad it is. Mm-hmm. And he is really bad in that movie. Yeah. Because it's like, I mean, come on, like, it's just, in retrospect, you can enjoy it mm-hmm. because you know this guy is capable of so much more and you're watching him be just I do not okay. remember him being bad. I, I When's the last time you seen the movie? A long, long. Exactly. Like, so here's the thing yeah. about that movie, which it does very well. Because mm-hmm. it's like the classic ensemble piece, mm-hmm. even though it is obviously led by the main two, Clooney and Pitt. There's just so much information because like every scene is very quick, it's very fast-paced and you're just bouncing between the whole team, Mm -hmm. right? So you never live with one character outside of Brad Pitt and George Clooney for too long. So when Basher comes in and he does his like, all right there, mate, I got a bomb for you. I'm going to blow up your brain. Mm -hmm. That's a joke, isn't it? It goes away as quick as it came. And like, even though I I didn't stick the landing, it's fine because it's only a second. Who cares? Like it's, we're going to go back to the handsome men now. Mm -hmm. So I think you're right, but that's a bad example of him being good. I think he's far funnier as Rhodey. Sure. I think he's great as Rhodey. I'm very excited for Armour Wars just for mm-hmm. him to get his comeuppance as a character that he's been seeding for like 10 years now. And like all I know about Rhodey is that he's really funny. And like he's very loyal. You can break his back and break his legs, but he'll still come back fit and strong and be there for you. So mm-hmm. go him. But he's also really funny. As opposed to in that damn movie... I remember him being funny. But all right, I will go and watch this again and get back to you. But uh, also, he's really good in shows like House of Lies and Black Monday, both of which are funny shows with like a bit of a serious tinge, you know. And he's, of course, been incredibly serious in a movie like Hotel Rwanda. Mm. So he's squarely in the middle in that he can do both. And he kind of chooses to do both constantly. An interesting one. I'm going to toss some more names at you, Jugs. Here's an observation. Not a lot of women in this list. I think because we just don't let women do enough comedy. Is this fair? 
You don't see no bad grandmom or like a hmm. dirty aunt or something like that. I mean, I suppose you do in porn parodies. I, <laughs> I was told to say the name Alison Janey. Yes. Now I know Now, very. I be... know very little of her work. All right. But I do know from the little that I know of her uh-huh. that she is very fit for this list. You know, uh, she was in The West Wing. Exactly. Very serious. And then since then, which ended what? What year did that end? Like. In the 90s or did it even get to the 2000s? Maybe it got to the 2000s at best. Yeah, barely. Yeah. But for the last however many decades, she's been in a good number of both, right? Like yeah. done a, a lot of big success in comedy, mm-hmm. a lot of big success in drama. Yeah. And she's just one of those names that even though, like I said, I admittedly don't know very much of her work. I mean, she's, she's just very strong in her presence in the little bits that I've seen her. Like she's memorable as hell and like yeah, just absolutely. great at it. I mean, just a few years ago, she got nominated for an Oscar for I, Tonya, if I remember correctly, while simultaneously yes. spearheading a sitcom, Mom. Yeah, absolutely. Very funny in both. And Mom is like a sitcom sitcom. It's a multi-cam, you know, like laugh track based thing. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that's everyone's mode of operating, you know. Not everyone can pull off the sort of like loud comedy that you need for a multi-cam sitcom. Broad she does comedy. a great job. Broad, yes. Well, so to your point of not enough women, I think I, I'm hard pressed to think of young women. Mm-hmm. Who have been given the opportunity to like, all right, fresh out of the gates, what do you got? Oh, you're you're really good in one category? Great. The next day, let's jump ship. I think people yeah. are quicker to just like, if you find a woman who's good at something, keep them in that they'll keep mode. them in their lane, which is not untrue of, of men, like we said with like your bonds and whatnot. But that's yeah. now a bygone time now. Like men are definitely far more free to do what the hell they want. Mm-hmm. But for women, I'm, I can think of a few more, again, elder states women sure. like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, on an absolute high off of a great role mm-hmm. that needs solid dramatic chops for the energy and I'm talking everything everywhere all at once yeah. but it's it's so it's outlandish funny. it's yeah it's outlandishly funny but she's playing quote unquote the straight woman right like sure. she's very one lane mm-hmm. but because of excellent writing and her commitment to being a straight woman and in such a bizarre story it's absolutely hilarious Yeah. so I can think of just a handful of other names like in that I'm gonna throw some honestly in that age bracket. Really. Uh, well, who spent yeah. more? Who spent so much time in drama that finally they've gotten the fact to be like, listen, I am Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm gonna do this weird thing because I've earned the right to do what I want to do. Correct. But someone who's worked with Alison Janney hmm. and was nominated for an Oscar, Margot Robbie. I think he's a hmm. really funny actor. Absolutely. Who has not done maybe? I, I don't know. Would you count Harley Quinn as a outright comedic role? Like she's very funny in it. No. Uh, the... All these superhero movies, I think, are a bit of a grey area. Sure, but she is the most outright... Like, she is a character who's just being funny, you know? As opposed to yes. being, like, Zai in her role. Yeah, but I have some mixed feelings about Margot Robbie. Not to say that really? she's bad in any... Yeah, yeah, not to say that she's bad in any regard or anything. But she's also, like, to me, because I haven't seen Itania and I haven't seen some of the random one-offs that she's done. Like, I'm thinking, like, remember Focus mm-hmm. with, I think, Will with Smith? Will Smith yeah. yeah, just like... Her, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, her non-superhero movies... Mm-hmm. Outside of Wolf of Wall Street, I haven't seen, really. Because she's just been in so many of the goddamn superhero movies that I've been chasing after. She's been after. Harley for a while, yeah. Yeah, so those movies are a little harder to judge because they are juggling a couple of big things at the same sure. time, which is why it's pretty hard to make those movies well. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say definitively if I think she's the funniest person because she definitely does do funny stuff, but the I movie's got so much going on for her. Yeah, she say. definitely, she's super capable, for sure. I would say Margot Robbie is kind of in the same mold as a, a George Clooney or a Brad Pitt in yeah. that uh, yeah. 
maybe she won't choose to do outright comedic roles for a while, but can very easily be funny and juggle being serious. I mean, you've usually in the same role. You literally just equated Harley Quinn to Batman. Yeah, I so I mean, so. <laughs> it it shows. Best Harley Quinn with the best Batman. <laughs> the best Batman. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. An actor who started out serious for like a hot minute before she just became... Did she? Yeah. I feel, I've never seen her be serious. Other than like, I know in the last year or two, she just put out some stuff that was actually quite... That was serious? I mean, she's yes. directing a movie called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Wait, that could be either. Is that a comedy or a drama? I don't know. I think it's a snakes on a plane type situation. Oh, is it? Jesus. It's okay. a, it's a yeah, movie good. based on a real life okay. story about a bear that ingested a lot of cocaine and went on a rampage. And the bear is played by Andy Serkis. That's not true. Rene Zellweger? Oh, Wow. Um, I haven't seen her in a while. I haven't seen her in a while. What, what, yeah, I'm what's not sure. Her, what's I, I, I feel like she just came back recently. What's her dra- sure dramatic Robert. stuff? I mean, she just started out with drama in general, right? Maybe her biggest role before Bridget Jones was uh, Jerry Maguire. Right? She's mm. pretty serious. Well, serious in a rom-com sense. But yeah. she's not being funny, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's being a bit mopey. Yeah. Yeah, those are some women. I think Selena Gomez... I don't Ooh, know if she started hey. out in comedy necessarily because I know she was a Disney Channel actor. Yeah. And I'm assuming that was a sitcom of some sort. Yeah. So possibly she's always been a comedic actor, but uh, I just knew her as a pop star and I think she'd done some serious roles, but she's one of the funniest people around. I mean, she's acting alongside Steve Martin, Martin Short and being funny. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought her up. She's a very interesting case study. Are you saying she's one of the funniest people around solely based on that performance? Primarily, yes. Yeah, because I don't know her from much else. I cannot give her enough credit for being able to hold her own alongside Martin Short and Steve Martin. But that said, she is under their guidance, right? And so she's playing a role written by geniuses Mm -hmm. alongside geniuses. And even if she flubs the line, the rebound is a Steve Martin or a Martin Short line. So Mm -hmm. like you really got to suck to suck when you're in that show. You know what Fair, I mean? Like, but I would argue that I, she she's doing she's doing well. She's doing perfectly well, and she is funny, yeah. absolutely. But thing is, like, I don't think that's the best example to like scrutinize your abilities mm-hmm. beyond a point, because she, she can hold her Wizards own. Wizards of Waverly Place. I have not. Okay. Are we a fan of Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah. I I don't know much about it. I'm just I think that's a name I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can name names. Name Ravindra. names. Oh. R- Rajesh. Yeah, I'm a fan of Rajesh. <laughs> he drove me here. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Carry on. I gave him five stars. <laughs> Look, I think... But you're uh, not giving Selena, Selena five stars? No, I'll give her a solid four. Okay. Which is not bad by any means. Like, I was honestly very impressed in the second season. Mm-hmm. In the first season, because of the skepticism about like, what the fuck is Selena Gomez doing alongside these two? Plus, she was playing a more straight-edged role in the first season. She I'd was, yeah. yeah. So in the second one, she's definitely found her feet. She's more comfortable. She's holding her own a lot more firmly. And she is very much her own character and can hold a scene and does so multiple times very well. But again, because those two are there, she has the breathing room mm-hmm. to just do her thing because even if you lose interest in the Selena Gomez moments, you're going to come right back to a heart of gold sure. with the other two. So I don't know if I can fully assess her capability from that performance. I need to see her in her own thing mm-hmm. to like tell you if like she's as funny as she is made out to be in that. Show. I will wait on your assessment. Let's just close with uh, one of my favorite people in this category, Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. I mean, he I has done only know him as a funny man. Really? Yeah. I love him. From I love what? God, I don't. Uh, hard. You know him as being funny as a person. Yeah. I assume, from like his uh, yes. his talk show appearances. Just being a great dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. So give me his uh, dramatic stuff. The uh, last thing I saw him being. The, okay. Yeah. Was the last thing I saw. 
freaking Mando season two. He was in Mando season two, of yeah. course. Yeah, I forgot, bit, I forgot bit player, about that. bit player, but great uh, yeah. bit player and a very serious bit player and did it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his biggest role, the thing that kind of made him a household name, was Deadwood, mm-hmm. which is being rebooted now, which yeah. is a western type situation mm-hmm. where he plays uh, Raylan Givens, a sheriff mm-hmm. and a very intense sheriff at mm-hmm. that. So yeah, he just became known as being a dramatic actor, and he's done typically, I would say, mostly only dramatic roles, despite being possibly one of the funniest people around. I would say the one exception, a role that he's really funny in, is a show called Santa Clarita Diet. A Netflix show starring him and uh, Drew Barrymore. Right. Highly underrated that like show. It's cannibals his, and stuff, right? Or uh, zombies? It's zombies, yes. Basically, mm. like Drew Barrymore turns into a flesh-eating zombie, but it's a very different kind of zombie. Like, she can still speak and stuff. She just has mm. a hankering for human flesh. Sure. And she's undead. Mm-hmm. Hilariously funny show. Well worth a watch. And uh, the one that first made me realize that Timothy Oliphant wasn't just a funny person. He could bring that funny energy to shows as well, to his acting performances. Well, there you go. Highly recommend you check out that show. I have a very important question. Yes. Is a zombie and a cannibal a square and a rhombus situation? Yes. Which all is All zombies are cannibals because mm-hmm. they eat the brains. Mm-hmm. But not all cannibals are, are zombies, zombies. Right? Because so they now... ain't undead. In fact, yeah, okay. Well... <laughs> I, I was going to add a further qualification, Order. but I don't think it counts. Okay. Well, then, why do we only label movies as zombie movies and not cannibal movies? Because... They, why can't they just be undead cannibals? Well, it's the same reason when you look at a square, you call it a square and not a rhombus. Yeah, why don't we call more squares rhombi? You could, but you'd want to be more specific when you can. Yes? Justice for rhombi. Sure. All right. I'll give you that. I mean, if... Justice if you... for cannibals. Cannibals don't get enough time in the limelight. Yeah, fair enough. They're everywhere, but we just call them zombies. And once again, it's a little reductive. We have reached the end of another episode of the Nerdtorium. It's Jishnu's reductive. Jishnu's going to go off on a ramble. Going to? <laughs> Where Jishnu's off on a ramble about zombies versus cannibals and squares versus romba, as I understand it. If you have actors who have been hilarious, despite being primarily known as serious actors, please do reach out and tell us in hopefully a very hilarious DM. We are at Geekfruit HQ on all the socials and we are contact Geekfruit at gmail.com on the email. This has been, now just know as we practiced, hmm. I say one word and hmm. you say one word. This hmm. has been Justice the, for Rombai. No. Okay. This has been the Justice for Cannibals. Narratorium. This was an episode of the Nerdatorium, a Geek Fruit podcast, hosted by me, Shishnu, and Dinkar. Recorded at Island City Studios in Mumbai. Recorded by our audio engineer, Harsh Hoshi Desai. Produced by Lakshman Parshuram. This was a Made in India production.